Welcome to Let Parents Decide That, episode 56, the show where we discuss lockdown lunacy, protecting parental rights, and how to fight fear with strength and logic. On this episode, we cover a new COVID commercial showcases sellout celebrities, North Dakota versus Minnesota approach to trans issues, including some new proposed bills, and more trans propaganda spreads, including your kid's school. Join us. The fight starts now. Hello, hello, hello. It's been a while. Yep, we are back. Oh, man. Yeah, it's... We We're back in a, the saddle. Yeah, it was a long break. <laughs> Sometimes you're just busy, and, you know, we don't get paid for this. This is volunteer work, people. <laughs> so share it. We're just trying to get the word out here. Oh, goodness. Um, yeah. But, in, and I was telling you before we started recording, I have about a list of about 500 died suddenly since we last recorded, but we literally don't have time to cover it's them. It's seriously just honestly getting too sad to keep focusing on. So like, would, it's just, yeah. oh man. So I would tell all you people out there, do your research. I will bring up one thing that was especially kooky though. Um, I don't know if you saw this news anchor. I think she, she was either on CNN or MSNBC, but she got one of the carditis's either... Oh. Mayo, Mayo or Perry, I forget yep. which one. And then she claimed it was because of the cold and not because she was vaxxed. Yeah. Because the cold has ever <laughs> just, done that ever before. Just the amount of denial of willful ignorance mm. that they're displaying is freaking ridiculous. Yeah. She would try to, and then she like tried to sell that on her show. <laughs> and, and, you know, of course, liberals that are, you know, the, all the branch COVIDians are just eating it up like, oh yeah, boys, those, those colds really can cause the myocarditis. No, sorry. <laughs> no. Yeah. Could you possibly entertain the fact that it could have been maybe the thing that got introduced in the last couple of years that never happened before, but all of a sudden everyone's that you've had five of? Yeah. Where coincidentally the advertising started for kids have strokes too. <laughs> no, the warning signs. It's like not, and, not before now they didn't. And the the fact that, you know, that's been thoroughly debunked that you're more likely to get inflammation of the heart. You know, I forget which one, Mero or Perry, Mayo or Perry or both from the virus. That was always their the party line when it yeah. first came out. But that's been thoroughly debunked and now it's there's higher instances amongst the vaxxed. Mm-hmm. And she will not acknowledge that or even entertain the fact that possibly could have been the cause. Just ridiculous. So, um, yeah, so we're not going to cover all the died suddenlies. There's literally a bazillion of them. So just uh, do your research and maybe we'll get, do an, an episode where we highlight some of the worst ones. Um, one one other weird thing, just to recap from our last episode about the DeMar Hamlin thing. Yeah. Um, you know, collapsing on the field and then allegedly showing up at the, did you watch the next game? I didn't. The playoff game where mm-hmm. he was showing up and he had a mask on and sunglasses and a hood and um there was a lot of like conspiracy fuel that that wasn't him. That it was might be like a body double because a lot of medical people were saying somebody who had CPR for nine and a half minutes and was on oxygen could they even be waving their arms around like that and you know and the fact that his face was covered and he never revealed it yeah was also just weird yeah and you know I, I don't like to fall for those or just jump right to the conspiracy theory but it's like dude just show your freaking face and everything's you know will lay off of it, yeah. but you're just fueling it by, uh, by just being, you know, completely concealed. So that was nutty, but he's since done a, uh, I think an Instagram video or something. So that's like, dude, that's all you had to do. Did he ever address it? 
Like, well, did he ever say like, you know what? I was vaccinated, but my doctors say that that's not what happened. They haven't addressed the cause. No, of course not. See, that's the thing is, okay, he, a 24 year old healthy guy in the shape of his life drops, has a heart attack, you know, cardiac arrest on the field. And nobody's been able to explain why that happened. No. What could it possibly be? They tried to go with the commotio corditis theory of getting hit, but uh, that I think that's been pretty well debunked. Yeah, I mean every every expert that's spoken out on it is like, no, that couldn't have happened. And we went through that in the last episode. You know that that happens mostly to baseball players that are younger because it takes a tinier projectile and a thinner chest wall, and he has massive pads on and way more muscle and all these other reasons. Uh, But you know they still haven't managed to explain why uh, why he had a cardiac arrest. And I doubt that the in good faith will actually attempt to figure that out either. No, they're hoping that we all forget. Yeah, or they'll they're, just... Honestly, they're hoping that it's all like, mm, okay, let's brush it under the rug. Or they'll just chalk it up to us just as one of those one in a million unlucky souls. Yep. You know? Um, so anyways, let's move on to uh, this other thing that annoyed the crap out of me. Um when you're watching these um, TV lately, you see, have you seen these commercials for I have, Pfizer? And personally, I really like it because it just gives me like, it gives me butterflies because I'm just like, these are people I just want to avoid at all costs now. <laughs> I want nothing to do with anything that they're selling. And now I know. People are definitely, um, you know, taking sides. And if you're willing to freaking do a Pfizer commercial, then, you know, you've declared which side you're on. So anyways, we're, what we're looking at here is a tweet and it says, uh, somebody commented on it says, I've thought I've seen it all, but Michael Phelps targeting the depressed is a new low. And then it shows a tweet that says literally paid partnership with Pfizer Inc on Michael Phelps's Twitter. And then it says, uh, I've been working on something that I can finally share with you. It wasn't until recently that I learned my struggle with depression puts me at high risk for severe COVID-19. Okay. What, Get what? real. Based on what? Get real. What? At what? <laughs> the dude is at won eight Olympic gold medals. He's in the shape. He's in the top 0.001% of physically fit people. Yeah. And him having depression puts him at high risk for severe COVID. Maybe somebody who's morbidly obese and and this guy has no risk. has depression as like a side effect of being freaking morbidly obese, then they would be at higher risk due to the obesity, it's still not the depression. What how are they connecting these dots here? It's and it's literally anything that they could say. Literally anything that they could like. They were like, "God, we need to get some celebrities like um who who's sick or who's who's fat <laughs> who has an ailment." Yeah. yeah, but they couldn't get Lizzo to do it. She's like, "No, my fat <laughs> yeah. is beautiful, right. and I'm Lizzo, not going to say that I'm at risk of anything." That, that's a great example because Lizzo is actually one of the ones that is at risk. Yeah. Because of her extreme obesity, morbid obesity. So to continue on his tweet, he says, taking care of my health is so important to me. It makes me a better dad, husband, son, and friend. That's why I'm partnering with Pfizer Inc. to encourage people to know what risk factors could put them at high risk for getting very sick from COVID-19. So I'm guessing since he's such a humanitarian and wants to just do what's best for society, that he's just volunteering for Pfizer, right? My mind is just like... I'm sure he's not getting paid tons tons of money for this, right? getting blown on all angles now because I didn't... A, I didn't know that he was a dad, a husband, a son, or a friend because he just, to me, is like a giant fish. Like he just... Whatever. (laughs) So so that's number one. But like, I, I just cannot get out of my head... 
that like you're literally still trying to scare people about something like we depression. don't even the uh, like whatever variant we're on now like <laughs> my struggle with depression puts me at high risk i mean i cannot get over that freaking sentence like whatever variant we're on now is literally not killing anybody right nobody's dying exactly like what like what we should just like pull up the COVID death rate right now. Like what? And like, let's yeah, get it's, real. Well, it's we way, can't even, we can't even, low. yeah. And we can't even, even trust stupid, that number because it's just like, well, Oh, right. the guy had a heart attack in the street. Let's swab his nose. Yeah. And even stupid Biden in the state of the union last night was bragging about how COVID COVID deaths are down, you know, because like he had something to do with that. Give me a break. Well, and we should virus still, is going to virus. They follow the curve. They're going to follow February regardless. now, but we should still wait until May yeah, exactly. To end of the state well, yeah, of the emergency. We're going to get into that in a minute here too. But okay, so anyways, the, I saw this tweet and then I, saw, I noticed a couple other people had this on their Twitters too. And it was Pink and a Quest Love, the drummer for Jimmy Fallon. Um, so anyways, uh, then I started seeing this commercial and we're going to watch this together and react to it. Yeah, here. I saw the commercial. I didn't see any of the tweets. So let's watch this. If this were the real COVID-19, I would be in real trouble because I have asthma. Okay. Again, what a reach, right? Because I have asthma. So now everyone with asthma should fear for their life. Yeah. And plus she's young and she's thin. She's in good shape. What is she, you know, so she just, again, they're trying to find anybody that has any type of ailment so they yeah, can. Yeah, anything. All right, let's keep watching. I have an ingrown toenail. I'm at <laughs> And I have risk. depression. Here's Michael Phelps again. I have diabetes. Actress. And I struggle with my weight. For out. us, COVID is a whole different ballgame. Okay, right there. Quest love. I struggle with my weight. So, and for us, COVID is a whole different ball game. Now, once does he say, maybe I should lose some freaking weight? No. Why is that not the thing you do rather than, oh, I'll just rely on big pharma to save my fat ass? Yep. Yeah. It's just really sad how there is zero, like zero accountability for anything anymore. The dude had, we know we've known COVID exists and we've known it affects overweight people since what? April of 2020. Yeah. So he's had, Almost three years to drop some pounds. Yep. He could have done that if he really gave if a shit. If you were really scared. Exactly. Yeah. And, but instead he's... While you were in quarantine and you were forcing everybody else around you to stay inside their house, you could have, with all your cash, bought yourself a little home gym and got to work. Exactly. But you didn't. Or just stop stuffing your face. That's all he had to do. Because, you know, the amount of uh, fat on your body is controlled by what you put in your mouth. Yeah. And working out will just possibly build muscle. And, Josh, and- you're really hurting my feelings right now. <laughs> But that's what people have need to understand. It's it's what you put in your mouth that controls the fat on you. So if you want to lose weight, eat less calories, less garbage. Right. Quit treating in yourself fact, like a trash you can. Be one of- <laughs> exactly. All right, let's keep watching here. Of almost 200 million Americans with a high risk factor that makes COVID even riskier. Okay, 200 million people have a higher risk factor. Everyone, so that just means everyone that that just means everybody's overweight. Yeah. That's all that means. Yeah. So then all, you know, they they're just trying to say if you are breathing currently, you need to get one of our jabs. Yep. That's all they're trying to do is make cast the widest net possible here. Which is why you need to be ready and have a plan. Other risk factors including heart disease or being inactive. Even being over 50 or being a smoker can put you at serious risk. Could that be you? Find out. Go to noplangood.com and know your risk factors. It's then just- make a plan. 
It's literally just cringy, like watching them pretend to pass this virus around <laughs> to each other. Like yeah, it's it just gross. It's very cringy. Oh, like. But just so mm, disingenuous. Yeah. None of these people are in bad shape except for Questlove. He's the only one that's like legit overweight. Oh, you know? And I guess the one the one actress gal is kind of older and claims to have diabetes. Um, but are any of these people going to benefit from the jab? I would say no. No, none, no. And like. I would say they're just increasing their risks by know, taking the jab rather than just losing weight and being healthy. You know what I forgot to send that I should have sent is that Dr. Robert Malone has joined forces with 17,000 doctors from around the world have you seen that no and they formed like a coalition and they actually just had like a covid summit and they like people that are like for common sense yes and he, they've got all these studies now that they've compiled over the last couple of years on these mrna gene therapies wow. and they've called for a, a stop Right. To these drugs. Like they say that there is literally no benefit. No benefit and to only anyone. risk. And only, only increased every, risk. To every single subset. So they're, they're, they're not even saying like. They're not even saying if you're old, go ahead. If you're old and overweight, not even them. No. Like literally nobody. No one, no one benefits. Not one person. That's, he said that's that, bold. That's yep. a strong statement. And they have the data. Oh, They've I got all the studies. I believe it. All right, let's watch Very the rest scary. of this. Just a, just a bit of bow on it here. Because if you get COVID on top of asthma, like I did, the last thing you want to do is wait and see. Be ready. Have a plan. You already have and ask your doctor about. She freaking had it already. Like I did. Oh my but god! But you're alive, Pink. Yeah, you're, you're so alive what and are you fine even talking about? And, Why are you fear mongering to people? And touring. Yep. And now she has natural immunity. Yep. So what are you even freaking saying? It, anybody that has natural immunity. See, here's one thing that really pisses me off. Mm-hmm. Any they they still to this day are discounting natural immunity. Yeah. I've caught COVID one time mm-hmm. in November, 2020. Okay. Yep. Haven't had it since. Meanwhile, everybody, I just, there's a guy I freaking worked today with a mask on. I was like, dude, are you the outbreak monkey or what's going on? Oh yeah. I just had it. Vaxxed, you know, had it again. Who cares? Right. It's, but my point is he said it multiple times Yeah. because the vax, the jab does not, protect you for it the immunity wanes almost you know within a few weeks yeah so you're just as unvaxxed as as i am in his mind actually and actually way worse because my natural immunity is Is robust yeah right and you know all the studies about the negative immunity Mm -hmm. right that when you take the jab you're actually that population is having negative immunity meaning you're more likely to get the virus because those spike proteins are attacking your natural antibodies right exactly so it's even worse if you had if your body had from from the data that i've seen it's it's even worse if you got naturally infected and then you went and took took a shot right because you have antibodies inside of your you know inside of you mm-hmm. and the, <clears throat> those spike proteins can't tell the difference so they start one they start right away attacking your own antibodies and your own immune system these people are going to be developing autoimmune disorders like crazy yeah the best thing you can do is <clears throat> get is well first of all be healthy you know, lose weight, yeah. um, get vitamin D, do all that stuff, and then get COVID naturally and have natural, robust immunity. That's yep. it. End of story, done. And, you know, if you are... 
And especially if you've prepared your, I mean. And now the way the virus is less, so much less deadly. Yeah. That uh, you should not be scared of what's going around right now. No. You know, if you managed to dodge COVID because you stayed in your basement for two and a half years and you wore 18 masks and whatever. And, you know, now it's okay. It's fine to go out because the virus, the 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 variant you're going to catch now is almost certainly not going to hurt you. Except for you should go lick some dirt first because all of that staying at <laughs> right. home really damages your immune system. So there's a reason that city kids are not as healthy as country kids. Yeah. It's all you that know, raw milk. They've did stu- they did studies on, <laughs> yeah, well, they did studies on that before any of this pandemic stuff happened. You know, the kids run around and, and play in the environment and are exposed <clears throat> to Well, and like families bacteria. with dogs. Yeah. Like, it's it's well known. Like, the cleaner your house is, honestly, probably the sicker your kids are going to get. Yeah, so I don't like antibacterial soap and all that other crap. It's because like, it kills even the good stuff. Yeah, you, your, your immune system needs a workout. It yep. needs to flex its muscles um, all the time. Well, and, and you shouldn't cre- try to avoid germs. No, and it's created super bugs. Right. I mean, even the makers of those products will admit that. <clears throat> that yeah. The, the, 90 the antibacterial stuff. 99.9% of Just germs. like with antibiot- antibiotics, yeah. the Creates overuse of those. Uh, you know, eventually these things find a way around. Yeah. So, you know, I, the older I get, the more I realize, like, the body just has shit figured out. Yeah. You know, so you're best to leave it to the natural it's processes. it's perfect design. <laughs> yeah, it's like an intelligent design or something. Yeah, One crazy. <laughs> so anyways, that's the ridiculous Pfizer celebrity sellout commercial that annoyed the crap out of me. It was probably just two specks of dust that created a big bang that, that made us so perfect. Exactly. Yeah, must have been. Yeah, so anyways, I hate, I don't like pink anymore. She's she's dead dead to me. <clears throat> Isn't she one of the ones too though that said like like all of you anti vaxxers oh, yeah. like don't listen to my music and we're all yeah, like check yeah. no problem. Well, actually, and pro lifers too. Yeah. Oh, that's what it yeah, was. That's, it was the she pro-lifers. hates pro lifers too. So she's like checking all the boxes. Yeah, I'm both. I guess so. It was like whichever yeah. way you're gonna hit me. I guess I'm just gonna. Whatever. <laughs> exactly. Whatever. I don't like you anyways. But, uh, you know, good news is the Biden administration will end COVID-19 emergencies on May 11th. Again, with the arbitrary dates. It's yeah. just like when the Fargo Public School Board said that they were going to let the kids be unmasked at a certain date. Yeah, like a month, a month later or whatever. Yeah. And then <laughs> and then the school board member said, let's just drop the masks now. And then they said, <laughs> right. oh, God, no, that that would be a clerical nightmare. We can't do that. How would we update the website fast enough? (laughs) Right. Just a bunch of psychos. Ridiculous. Yeah, there's no freaking, there's no logic to this crap at all. Um, So here this article says, Biden administration will end both the COVID-19 national emergency and a public health emergency on May 11th. The White House informed Congress on Monday night. Public health emergency is in place through April while the national emergency is in place till March. That means they're going to have to freaking extend them again till May. Just let them freaking expire when they were set to expire at the least. Why do you have to extend them to May 11th? Just so arbitrary and dumb. This wind down would align, hang on, would align with the administration's previous commitments to give at least 60 days notice prior to the termination. Of the PHE, which is a public health emergency. Yeah. Oh, my God. I just, oh I just God. have no. I mean, it's just you can't even talk about it because it's so dumb. I just have no patience for anybody that's still bought into all these lockdowns and measures. In fact, I just got into a Facebook argument with my buddy just last night. 
because mm-hmm. he was like, well, I went to the MRI, got an MRI, and the, as the guy handed me a mask, I hap- and I happily put it on. I I said, oh, you know, a lot of my friends wouldn't even come here if they had to wear this, and he's like, there's idiots everywhere. <laughs> and I was, and I said, well, he sounds mean, and like he doesn't know how to read. Yeah. You know, and then he ended up deleting the whole thread after oh, we got yeah. into it. And but you know, who is still. And, and I don't know what health you know provider it was, and but my There's, buddy was claiming that you know that you can't get an MRI without a mask anymore, and I'm thinking, who the hell is still freaking requiring that at this at this point for anything? Did you watch the State of the Union last night? I saw bits and pieces. I didn't turn it on. Because I mean, I was I thinking about I was that because going to just be in a rage, and then it's hard for me to sleep. Well, because I was fresh off this argument, you know, yeah. and I, I was like, why? Why are they freaking? Re- on what basis do you are you requiring a mask still? Because even you got all these liberals, you got a liberal president, mm-hmm. um, you know, at least half of Congress is liberal, and they're just like making out with each other, hugging, shaking yeah. hands in in this little you know chamber of Congress or whatever. <laughs> I saw a meme a, that said, "Well, I guess COVID is over after the yeah. freaking president's wife like kisses the vice president's husband on the mouth." Oh, the, yeah, they were just getting after it, and I'm like. <laughs> How can it. how can you possibly on live TV? How can you possibly justify anybody having to wear a freaking mask after this display? You can't. So you know, uh, that I was and I was just pissed off because I had been arguing with my buddy about it. I'm like, why? So, I can't imagine having to. And then his point was kind of like, well, but, but that's the rule. Go go somewhere else. Go somewhere else if you don't want it. And it's like, no, I'm not going to participate in your stupidity anymore. Exactly. And that's where we all should be. Honestly, like it. It's gotten to the point where, okay, like I was just, I just was on a thread. Um, There's like a Facebook group. We've shared it before, like FM, no mat, like masks. Yeah. It was a group that was um, started to let people know where you could go if you didn't want to wear masks, like which stores were locking down hard and which ones were allowing you to be, yeah, unmuzzled. Yep. Okay. Well, so somebody just posted on there again, wondering about like local hospitals and stuff. And I was like kind of scrolling back a couple cause it's been pretty inactive for the last like year or so. Yeah, cause most God. places those have gone away. Yep. And, um, there was like, there was a post like a year back and they were saying, Oh, well, um, nobody has to wear them except for staff. And it's still, that just <laughs> still pissed me off. Why? Because I'm like, why can't your staff stand up for themselves? Like, why Why are people in any capacity? Like, look at right now. Josh, right now, if you go into a nursing home, mm-hmm. they want you to put a mask still? on. Still? Oh, my God. Still. I, I just visited my grandpa in a nursing home up in Battle Lake, Minnesota, right before um, New Year's Eve. And they wanted everybody in there to wear a mask. Oh, my God. Yeah. I just have no patience for it anymore. I haven't, it, it, I haven't worn it had one been since so long since I hadn't put. Yeah, one I haven't on. worn worn one since last April when yeah. it was required by the FAA. Yep, and that was that was the last time. Yeah, and they had like all their stuff there, and none of the old people were wearing them. Well, right, which and was so, great. And now, okay, you can go on a plane. Like even the FAA doesn't require it anymore. So you can go on a plane. You can go on. You can go in. You know the House of the Halls of Congress and make out with everybody. And but yet when oh you go get an MRI you better put your mask on. Yeah. Well, why? Then, like why I was there too. Like okay, we're in a freaking nursing home. Like it's not like this isn't a hospital. No, your your van- ventilation. You've got these rooms that are right next to each other. You've got two people in a room separated by a freaking sheet. 
<laughs> and you're trying to say that once we're on the other side of the sheet, I can take my mask off. I'm not <laughs> that big of an idiot. I'm not putting it on to yeah, begin th with. There's no freaking logic. It's just like when you can go into restaurants, you had to wear it. And then when you got your table, just yep, chuck it. Take it off. It's okay. I, mean, it I no just saw sense. a comedian and it was so funny that he was like sitting up and there was a guy in the audience with a mask on and the comedian like targeted him, you know, he's like, <laughs> you came to my show with a mask on and the guy's like <laughs> laughing. He's like, he's like, do I know you, man? Can you pull that down so I can see your face? So he does. And then he's like, like COVID gotcha. Like, <laughs> right. He was like, see, that's how, that's how quick it, you you're, can die. You're dead. Now. Yeah. Like just what a joke. So like ridiculous. Oh, embarrassing. It is. All right. Well, people should be more embarrassed. You know, so you got one side, you know, is still somehow, but the thing is, okay, they're all, they're making out in Congress. They're, you know, planes, you don't have to wear them, but yet some places are still requiring them. It makes no freaking sense. No. no consistency. Um, and then you got, you know, the, the left and the libs are in the branch committees are still, they're still pushing the jab hard though. Yeah. That's what, that's the one place where they're consistent. Yeah. Right. So. Oh, because they can, they can be free like that because they're all jabbed up. Cause they think, yeah, the vax is the way out. Yeah. That's in their opinion, you know, well, since I, I've got five shots. Now I can live my life freely and yep. I can make out with everybody in Congress. Okay. So, you know, it's interesting to see, and we're going to cover the, a couple different things between North Dakota and Minnesota, the different approaches here. Um, when we get to some LGBTQ2 on your spirit, side of the river. Yeah. There's some crazy, crazy stuff going on in Minnesota, yeah. but one bright spot here was some bills. I don't know if you followed this, yep, I did. but uh, I this article that. says proposed bills in North Dakota house target MRNA vaccines. That was encouraging to see. There's one bill that would outright ban all MRNA based vaccines in North Dakota. Yeah. That's bold. Yeah. We got, you got to respect somebody who proposed that. It says according to the CDC, MRNA is created in a lab to teach ourselves how to make a protein that triggers an immune response, which produces antibodies and protects people from getting sick. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Lies. MRNA vaccines are used to treat the flu, rabies, and Zika. Uh, scientists are also studying MRNA vaccines to treat multiple sclerosis and cancer. A house bill would prohibit hospitals from requiring vaccines for employment, while another prevents public colleges from requiring the vaccine to enroll. I yep. love that. Yeah. I love that. Um, Republican rep Jeff Hoverson of Minot says there's no liability for people who may suffer conditions or injuries from the vax. Yep. That's a crucial point right there. Um, so I don't know where these ended up. I mean, this article's from... Uh, the first. Yeah, so I don't know how... Yeah, I have I don't. I'm not familiar with the how the North Dakota legislature works, so I don't know where these are. Well, they go to committee first, just like in Minnesota. They, would, they go to committee first, and then the committee will either... They can hear all the testimony in the committee. Then that small group of people will either offer a do pass or a do not pass. And then when it goes to the floor, um, you can't hear testimony from like, like, because like we can testify right. at the committee hearings. Um, just so what's your sense of if any of these will pass? I don't think they're going to go through. Just too bold. Yeah. No, I think yeah. they're, we, we still have. We, I can see the one outlawing MRNA. It would definitely not have a chance. No, no. But I love the ones that where they say they can't require it. Yeah. Well, to attend college and they can, they can be amended. Right. So, you know, they can be amended or whatever. And that's where a lot of the times, a lot of this stuff like loses its teeth is on the floor. They'll, they'll, yeah. somebody will submit an amendment, but, um, honestly in North sand Dakota, out, sand all the edges off. Yeah. <laughs> we, um, our, our last election, we didn't get in as many good, strong, conservative minded, um, individuals as I would have hoped. We, we kept a lot of rhinos right. 
Yeah. That's and so, bad. and, and you know how, you know, that we kept a lot of rhinos because there was just a bill, Josh, that went through 1508 that stripped the auditor's budget. Mm. Like we have a very strong conservative auditor that mm. was just elected. Okay. He was just put in Josh Gallion and he actually was going after some legislators. Um, like, his, his budget got, his budget got, got devastated. Totally, yep. They, they voted to, now he can, oh, it's just crazy. He's, he's got like no money to work with now. Oh, so he, he basically, they basically neutered him. Right. Yeah. Well, it could be worse. It could be Minnesota. Yeah. And we're going to get to a few things there in a minute. Um, but let's, let's shift gears here to some, um, LGBTQ2 spirit, ABCDEF, fuck you stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know if you saw this, but um, oh. there was a NHL sponsored, so that's hockey, right? Sponsored a transgender tournament mm-hmm. in Wisconsin. Um, <laughs> well, I think we saw, didn't we see a clip of this in one of our previous episodes where this? I think it was, that was volleyball, I okay. think. Okay. But this is a whole different thing. This So they basically put together a trans team, right? <sighs> and... The funny thing was, okay, so the, you know, the NHL is trying to be super woke virtue, virtue signal. They tweeted, trans women are women, trans men are men, non-binary identity is real. Predictably, this declaration has been widely praised by progressives and just as widely mocked by conservatives. So then they had a, a tournament of trans players, right? Of people that fall anyway, all the, all the different places on the spectrum. And then uh, it, it went predictably it was amazing poorly okay um someone someone got horribly injured i think um by because the thing is the dudes are still dudes right they still benefit from all the physical attributes they had from growing up being a dude um and they're much stronger um okay so the awkward result may explain I may help explain why no one seemed anxious to publicize event details once the tournament was over. <laughs> Team Pink's victory over Black in the finals, which I was able to watch on video, uh, was an embarrassing 7-1 to route. Team Pink players even called a meeting during the second period in order to discuss whether it would be best to end the game prematurely. Okay, so a single Team Pink ended up stacked with physically imposing biological men, i.e. trans women. So that's the one that dominated, of course, right? Wow. So it went as predicted. Um, and then I think there was uh, some some injuries because, you know, this, this okay, it says, uh, let's see, someone from Team Black, player 91, a self-described female to male player was pushed to the ice by a much larger she, her member of Team Pink, that was a dude, yeah, who self-describes publicly as a bisexual trans woman within three minutes left in the first period. The contact doesn't look particularly serious when you watch it on video. It may have been entirely accidental, but the size and balance between the two skaters was so great that the Team Black player ended up being propelled headfirst into the boards with enough force to deliver a concussion. See, there's... <laughs> that's why you don't... That's why we have separate leagues for men and women. That's why we have... You know, we separate by gender for that very exact reason. So, yeah, that went about as well as you could, as you would have expected. It's just stupid. Like, it's like, right. if you want... Especially on something like this. Like, it's different than, like, having, like, a co-ed volleyball game. 
right? Where you yeah, have volleyball is not, volleyball's not, contact. not a contact, but like yeah. say you would have, even if it was a contact, like if you have men and women on the same team, right? And maybe you have the same, like, okay, we have five men and five women and they're on this team. And then we have five men, five women on this team or whatever. Well, why would see, you ever have the women play? Why? I don't know. For fun <laughs> right. to look at. Like, I don't, I don't know, Josh, but I'm just saying like, it's different than when you straight have them play against each other. Right. Like, yeah. it's just it's just laughable. But the result was predictable. Exactly. All the, the team stacked with guys that were born as dudes dominated. Duh. I mean, yeah. And, you know, the other people were at risk of injury. Yeah. I mean, that's just how, that's what's going to be happening. And what, it's what has happened. Yeah. So when you ignore, like this, this title of the article is perfect. Ignoring biological reality puts female hockey players at risk. Boom. That's all you need to say. You know, this whole thing just like reminds me of being in high school and like thinking I was pretty tough and trying to arm wrestle all the time. Yeah. And like <laughs> you learn pretty quick that like even a pretty skinny guy is probably going to beat you arm wrestling. Oh, I guarantee. <laughs> and they're going to make you feel stupid for even trying. They're going to pull the whole like. Even uh, if, okay, like uh, let's say uh <laughs> dude. Uh, decides he's a woman, right, yeah. in high school, and then he wants to compete on uh, the wrestling team. Okay, well, wrestling is separated by weight class. Two people of the same weight, I'm not going to ask your weight. <laughs> but, <laughs> Smart man. Let's assume we were the same, close to the same Which weight. Which we're not, but okay. I would kill you. A dude that weighs 160 versus a chick that weighs 160, the dude's going to kill yeah. because of the the percentage the of lean mass. muscle. Yeah. The skeleton this and the skeletal strength and you know. So if even if you separate by weight class, you think you're evening the playing field. Well, if one's a dude, it was born a dude and one, and one was born a chick, it's not fair. Yeah. Um <laughs> It's just, There's again, just so many it's other just, differences. It's just laughable. It is laughable. And it's things that like normal common sense people can figure out like pretty quickly. Exactly. You know, but like, you know, if your brain has rainbows in it, then it's hard well, for you to see straight. And this is kind of a theme that's going to run through these last few stories here is people are willing to completely, you know, have willful ignorance to the truth just to avoid the appearance of possibly ever being seen as mean. Yeah. That's what it boils down to. They're willing to completely ignore, you know, and say two plus two equals five. Yep. Yeah. I sign off on that. Two plus two is five. Yep. Mm -hmm. Because to say two plus two is four would be possibly perceived as mean. Yeah. So it must be avoided. Yeah. And that's what's going on. And here. our thing is, is like you have to stick to the truth so hard yeah. that you, you can't worry about somebody else's feelings. No. And I don't worry about it anymore. And like it, in it my shouldn't. delivery or because sometimes you try to say things in a nice way at this point, I'm done with that. But that's on them. Yeah. You know, if, if I say two plus two is four and they're like, <gasps> yeah, you know, just appalled. I'm like, what? Why, why are you offended by the fact that that just happens to be true? Yeah. You shouldn't, there is no offense in facts. You know, you can be offended by them, I guess, if you just want to be, you know, a spoiled, emotional dumbass. Exactly. But uh, that's what's going on. So let's move on to another, um, in the last few stories here, we're just going to speak about how this um, LGBTQ ideology is just permeating society. It is. And creeping its way towards us right you know we're going to start with a couple of national stories and then we're going to finish with some local things and you know you think like i was talking to my wife about this you know it's like because all this crap is happening in minnesota i'm like man we need to move and you're like 
where where can we go? Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, where where can we go that's more of a conservative, like uh, you know, sanctuary? Yeah. I don't know. Because I think the upper Midwest is pretty freaking conservative. Well, I think that we are. We're pretty sheltered from a lot of this stuff. Right. But you it's know? it's creeping but its way in. It's, it's I do have to say, though, like, I I think that we've got pockets, right? Like, all over the place. And you've, you've yeah, I mean, been Yeah, you go 30 really miles out of any town and you're pretty, pretty safe. Pretty safe. Yeah. yeah. You know, so. Ugh. But, you know, we think it's bad here. You know, and, and then you talk to people that live in san francisco portland places like that happening forever and it's freaking insane what they put up with mm -hmm. it's like gunshots there's homeless people there's you know drug addicts there's all this you know pride parades with graphic sex happening like right on our outside of our house yeah you know so like we have nothing like that going on but thank god we will be speaking about how it's creeping our direction and that's why we have to stay so vigilant about protecting protecting ourselves and our the future of our children exactly. from this stuff exactly because so, when we it's the slippery slope and nobody can change my mind on that and and here's a perfect example okay this is in new york city so here's a tweet from comic dave smith who's kind of a libertarian guy so he's very very not a conservative guy he's a libertarian he's kind of like a live and let live type okay but he's recently been kind of uh red pilled on this stuff because he sees the damage that it's doing and how the slippery slope is happening. And uh, he, he posts uh, or he retweets this libs of TikTok drag queen. Um, and I'll just read it. it says a drag queen teaches a child to twerk while shaking his near naked butt in front of children at a recent all, a all ages drag show in New York City. Okay, we'll play a little bit of this. You're horrific. Look at that. How many freaking young kids are there? <laughs> See, and I have to change the title of this because it's not an that? all ages that. drag show. It's a drag show for kids. They are targeting your children if they allow your children in the audience. Oh, my God. And then. What he says is, I see people calling the outrage about this stuff a moral panic or claiming that it isn't happening or happens very rarely. I don't actually know exactly how prevalent this is, but it blows my mind that we can't all agree that it's disgusting and intolerable. Thank you. And this is a libertarian here. Yeah, it is disgusting. So this is a guy that's like, live and let live, do whatever you want, just don't hurt me. Yeah. Even he's drawing the line going, nope. Yeah. No. You're over the line. No, protect the children. You're it gives me the shivers to like even... And this dude, describe what this dude's wearing. Yeah. He's wearing a thong right he literally has a thong on and yeah and, he's and dancing like high for, heels and there's like a what a four-year-old there five-year-old like it's not even a he's literally just like shaking around on a is he on a table is that uh, no, that's a stage yeah it's a little like okay portable, portable stage well he might as well be a freaking table dancer like <laughs> it's just yeah and it's out in public it's it's out in the middle of a street it looks like yep. with like a portable speaker and it's a it's a 98% naked man Yep, just dancing on a freaking table. Freaking horrible. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that, okay, that's New York City, right? Um, but they're happening, you know, they did an all-ages one in North Fargo, right? Yep. You know, just last summer, right? And it, I think that got shut down. No, it it happened. Well, no, but I mean after. Like oh, they, after, they tried to have, afterwards. You know, they lost their ability to do those at the Elks. Yeah. Right? It got pretty, um, parents were pissed. Right. Parents were pissed right. and rightfully so. It was, it was, and it's something that you guys, if you're local, it's something that you're going to have to keep your eye out for in, because nobody wants to shake their ass in public in North Dakota, uh, when it's cold outside. 
yeah. Minnesota when it's cold outside. So, and I don't think that there's, they're really having a hard time finding indoor places that they can do all ages shows. Right. Like we got them shut down at um, that restaurant, Crave. Oh, yep. They were going to have a, they were going to have an all ages drag brunch at Crave. And again, yeah. I don't want to use their wording. It's not an all ages show. It's a drag show for kids. Yeah. Yeah. For some reason they feel, and I don't know what, what happened with the, drag community because they used to have drag shows, you know, fairly often. I mean, I wasn't really aware of them. I just heard peripherally that they were occurring, but other than that, I had no knowledge of them and there was never any kids allowed at them. No. It was always 18 plus. And if they just would have stayed in that realm, it would have been fine. I don't know why they feel the need to extend down to below 18. I don't know. That's and what it, I don't understand. And it's very honestly, like we, I, I was interviewed by um, one of the news stations or whatever, because I, I- About the Crave thing. About the Crave thing. And mm -hmm. and not even just about that event, but just about like these events, like Their in general. Yeah. Yep, and um, it was right after, first they did an interview with one of the promoters, who's also like a drag performer, right? Right. Um, local guy, Kyle Anderson, and he like sets up these shows. And he was saying, I don't uh, like, these, he was basically saying the thing like from the deal that we just read, like, oh, everybody's in an uproar, but it's just very, you can trust me. It's going to be very family friendly and all of this stuff. Yeah. Well, you know what? We got video from his next performance. It was not family friendly. Right. It was disgusting. And I don't know why they, they feel the need to declare that it is just be okay with being an adult show. Some things are for What's adults that? that are not for children. That's right. okay. I never once wanted to take my kids to the Northern. I never once wanted to get the Northern shut down. Right, exactly. I never once have, I, I, do I like to go there? Nope. But I've never called them and been like, you know what? <laughs> You're not allowed to be in yeah. business and you better get all those ladies off you stage. You gotta be 18 to be in there. Yeah, no, because I think you even have to be 21 to be in there. Maybe, yeah, because it's a bar, I guess. Like, but. <laughs> And who cares? Because that's something for consenting adults to go and like, whatever. If that's exactly. your deal, go for it. Exactly. But like, don't bring kids in there. Right. When you start bringing kids around, then I've got a problem with it. And I don't care if they're my kids or not. And the problem is they try to they try to say that it's nothing like the Northern because it's not sexual. It's They're not naked. Okay, but then you see things like that video and the guy's wearing a freaking thong. He's literally wearing a thong. How is that not over the line? Yeah, no. You know, he's and not wearing an evening gown or whatever. Josh, again, if, if you went to your friend's house and he answered the door like that, would you go in? Probably not. <laughs> so why are we allowing it in the street in front of our children? Right. If I go to my neighbor's house and the guy freaking answers the door 98% naked and he's in heels and a thong, I'm going to say, I'll come back another time or maybe never. I'll come back with my camera. Yeah. <laughs> God, like, <laughs> yeah. just crazy. Just, People are crazy. It's just the attempt to normalize the stuff now. And here's the ultimate result of this. Um, tolerance of this and this permissiveness yeah. and this enhanced permissiveness. Okay. Now here's an article about this Texas dad fears ex-wife plans to chemically castrate nine-year-old son. Now, and then it's got a video here from when he was on Tucker Carlson talking about how basically, you know, and here's the problem is you can't split the difference. You can't meet somebody in the middle on this, no. right? No. If you're the parent and one person wants to, uh, trans your kid and the other one doesn't, yeah. there is no middle ground. No. 
There's no middle ground. So um, it says a Texas father um, at the, is at the center of a bitter years-long gender transition case that claims his ex-wife had moved to California planning to chemically castrate their nine-year-old son who identifies as a girl named Luna. Now, she actually like relocated because California is more permissive mm-hmm. and uh, you know allows you to do all the puberty blockers and, and get the surgery earlier with almost no oversight. Um, so... You know, and the thing is, there, there's, it's in dispute whether this kid is even uh, initiating this or if it's the mom forcing it on him. Well, and we could be in dispute all day long about like whether the kids ever have it, whether it's ever their idea. Right, because, because it even it's says so, here, so societal. Like read the read the sentence here. The grade schooler says his mother, pediatrician Dr. Ann Georgial Georg. whatever told him he was a girl and she also put him in dresses right so this kid is not initiating this and even if he was i would say that's nice that's nice jimmy or whatever his name was james james that's nice jimmy you know Okay, whatever. No, you, you just ignore it. I wouldn't it. say that's nice. I'd say take that dress off. Let's go out for ice cream. Well, no, but I mean, if he if he ever said he was a girl or something, you like, know, uh, you just let them. Okay, if he has an, a wild imagination, whatever. It's a phase. He's gonna get. He's gonna get through it. And if you weren't pushing this on him, most likely he wouldn't even be thinking it in the first place. Yeah. So I think this is completely initiated by the parent. I I just listened to an interview um, that someone did. Uh, Ali Beth Stuckey has a podcast. I can't mm-hmm. remember what it's called, but she just did an interview with a yeah, gentleman. A there he is as a girl. So sad. Oh my god. He she just did an interview with a gentleman who is a former drag queen. He's a former gay man now he's a married to a woman and he's like a youth pastor or whatever and he was talking about like she was asking like how do we have these conversations with people that we don't agree with right. and and like maybe maybe you know somebody who's who thinks that they're trans or like maybe you know somebody you know that you want to have these conversations with like where should we start and he said number one don't engage with their like personality that they've made up right that was his yeah. number one thing. He said, if they want to be, if this little boy is James and he wants to be Luna, don't, don't engage with that. Don't affirm it. Just don't like we always it. say, don't affirm bulimia or anorexia. Yep. You say that's a, an affliction that he you said, have. He said, you can be kind mm-hmm. and you can be nice all day long, but you stick to what the truth is. Well, and I think that she's completely planting it because according to this, like it says right here, according <gasps> to Younger, his ex began transitioning James, in quotes, transitioning James when he was just two years old and tried to enroll him in a gender like, clinic she should be at age five. Up. And that's a pediatrician. That's a pediatrician. You're right, you're right. Exactly. That's why you need to freaking vet your doctors. Oh, okay? absolutely. This like, is scary stuff. When my daughter had a, had a you know, some problems at school, um, the, the people there, the administrators gave us, hey, here's some, you know, counselors you can go talk to. And I was like, okay, I'm going to call them all up and I'm going to freaking vet them. I'm going to ask them, do you do gender affirmation? Do you do, you know, because I'm not sending her to somebody that participates in that at all yeah you know if that's even on your menu sorry i'm not going to you no because who knows what's going to come up in like a little you know oh my gosh right because of what if she w- went in there and was saying well, and like i feel uncomfortable i feel uncomfortable and uh, i just don't like what i'm turning into are you a boy yeah 
I well, mean, maybe you're uncomfortable because that's not who you are. Right. Maybe, maybe your real self is needs to be exposed. You yeah. Know? And when actually like, hello, we're all uncomfortable. Exactly. Like, it's, like, it's oh. just called teenage years. It's called being a tween. It's called puberty. Yeah. It's stuff that you have to sometimes just tough out. Right. And most, I would guess most kids that, uh, you know, there is a few that are statistically, you know, going to be afflicted by this for real. Yeah. Right. That truly would pass a lie detector test believing it. Tiny And they'll percentage. initiate it. But it's tiny, tiny, tiny percentage. And it doesn't start at two years old. No, exactly. I, I'm so, and here's something that I like need, I'm going to beat this drum until I die. People need to pay attention. Anybody that says that their child knew right away, mm-hmm. like right when they started talking, you're a shitty parent. And I'll tell you why. Because <laughs> knew that they were trans, you mean? Because kids yeah. don't know language. They don't they know. Don't what know. That means, they no. don't know what mom is or dad is. Like they don't have any idea about that stuff. It's your job to set them straight. I'm mom. You know, this is your dad. You are a boy or you are a girl or whatever. And show them the difference. Otherwise, they don't know. You can't pretend that everything is fluid and expect them not to grow up confused. Fluid and changeable. And you can just, you know, flip the switch. And subjective to whatever your feelings are that moment. Exactly. Like, yeah, okay, right now, I don't feel like you know, getting my hair done. Does that mean I'm not a girl because I need to brush my hair in the morning before I go to school? Now I'm not a girl. Boys don't have to brush their hair. I'm a boy today. Exactly. No, sorry. Yeah, you just, you you can't enable or, you know, uh, affirm um, any of this, this confusion and, and, you know, sometimes you just have to say, sorry, this, this is how it is. And, and, you know, that's why, you know, ultimately the best um, role model or best family environment is a man and a woman married, right? That's the ideal nuclear family. But I feel like that's almost like crapped on nowadays, you know, like even if you watch commercials and things, that model is not represented ever. Like when do you see a white heterosexual couple in commercials? How dare you even mention it? (laughs) I know it's not even, it's not even barely allowed. Yeah, no, Um, much less celebrated. And of course, obviously race doesn't matter, but I mean, you know, just a heterosexual married couple. It's the more like different that they can make it is just like, just even more like little boxes that they can check. Like everybody exactly. loves to be like a little bit different. Well, it's, but I am a, I'm a transracial, like whatever. Mm-hmm. And people just love to like spew their little <laughs> thing. And you're like, okay, what am I? I'm a white woman, I guess. <laughs> right. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, you just, if you're just a, a regular cis white woman who likes dudes, that's basic. It's yeah. boring. Ew. And you don't get any social clout with no. that. Well, and that's what it's about. And that's where the, you know, that's why it's it's happening in hot spots in liberal blue areas of the country. Yeah. There you see much higher instances of the uh, gender fluidity happening. It's because they want that social clout. They don't want to be a basic, basic bitch. Yeah. You know, they want to want to be the special unicorn. Yeah. And, you know, that's in, this incentive structure is such that that gets rewarded because then you get praised, you get all the help, you get all the affirmation, you get all of the, you know, oh, you're so brave, so, so stunning. Yeah. Can, you know, and people want a piece of that. Well, because I think that every little thing that you check gets your victim status higher. Oh, yeah. You know, and people love, and I don't know why, I think it's so gross. Like, people love being a victim. I don't want that. No. You know, like, even for, for me, I want to succeed on my own merits, right? Yeah. Like, I remember, you know, a couple of years ago, I, I was making a good income, right? But we qualified for, like, free lunch. 
yeah. or something. I'm like, nah, 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 F that. I don't want it. Josh, I think it's because <laughs> most know? people are lazy. So like right. they want like an, ex- they want excuses for their laziness. Like I didn't we- even want the free lunch, even though technically we met the income requirements because of we're a family of five and I was, yeah. I was a single in- income, yep. you know, I mean the income limits are pretty freaking high yeah. for fr- the free lunch thing. And I was like, nah, I don't want it. Yeah. Like unless we can afford to pay, we'll just pay for lunch. I mean, it's like, come on. Yeah. You know, but I think that's the opposite of way a lot of people are. They're like, ooh, free what lunch. Can I get? Awesome. Well, yeah. They In don't fact, even- I saw on the news, and this is a big thing though, because North Dakota actually is trying to pass this, right? The They're trying to pass a bill, and I just saw this on the news a couple nights ago, that will cover lunch because, of course, again, another horrible uh, after effect of COVID. Yeah. During COVID, they covered lunch for for like two years, I think. Yeah, for all kids. And I think this is Regardless like of, of Nationally, because your- yep. it happened in Minnesota too. Yep. And then now it's just coming back back online where you have to pay for your own lunch. But not everybody, only the people that had full pay lunch. Yeah. Still, all the people that got free and reduced still get free and reduced. Yep. You know, that never changed. Um, but I saw one gal on the news was saying, oh, that'd be great. It'd be one less thing for me to have to worry about. It's like, what? Feeding your kids? Yeah. Like you don't want to, you know, you don't want to have that responsibility. I'm sorry, but hang on. Feeding your kids. How do you even have to worry about it? It's just another, <laughs> right. like it, like honestly, well, and packing a lunch is what you have to worry about. Right. If you're just paying another, another bill, like, yeah, it sucks. But like, wouldn't you be feeding them anyways, if they were <laughs> right. at home? Exactly. I mean, that should be your responsibility. You shouldn't be, shouldn't be something you're trying to dodge. Yeah. And plus it's just the transfer of responsibility from the individual to the government. Yes. Which that's the bigger problem. Oh, like, but pe- yeah, you know, but could, that's yeah, another could, thing they love. You know, you could make you the argument, you know, me. that okay, lunch is going to be included just like whatever everything else in school is. But I say any movement in that direction of transferring responsibility from the individual to the government is the wrong direction. Oh, yeah. It should be going the other way. You know, if everybody had to write a check for all the books every year, even elementary school, like if you didn't get your taxes taken out yeah. and you just had Wouldn't to write checks. Wouldn't you make your kid take school more seriously? Oh, you'd be like all over it. Yeah. And you'd be a lot more in tune with what they're spending and what they're buying. Well, now they're like, ah, school's free. Well, and that's ah, another thing. Free. Who that's cares? A, that is that's a great point that you just made because they you know, know. they want to tear down like um, voucher programs and like all of this stuff like school right. choice mm-hmm. because it would take money away from the public schools. But the public schools they should have to compete for it. They should have to compete. Their right. outcomes are nothing. They have nothing. They suck. They are literally yeah, the outcomes are shitty. They have right never paid more. I think they're I think it's up like 142% in the last couple of years, their budgets. Yeah. And they've got over half nationally, over half of ch- um children, like it was like last time I looked, it was like fifty-three percent um proficiency in math. <laughs> right. Yeah. So sorry. Uh, I'm a, I'm great at math too, so that's a little <laughs> less than half. <laughs> A little less than half of the kids like 40, are not 47% proficient. Were yeah. Not, yeah. Yeah. It, well, right. And Which because, is huge. Exa- That's oh, failing. Yeah. It is huge. Unless, unless you're in public school nowadays, because now they don't want to grade you either. Yeah. They just want to give you it like you tried hard. 
Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. You tried. I work, you know, at a school district and I'm, I'm witnessing that yeah. firsthand, firsthand. I literally heard from a teenager the other day. Well, that class doesn't matter because they, <laughs> they he literally grade. said that. Yeah. He oh. said, well, the, that class I'm not worried about because next semester they're putting in that other grading system. So I can't fail. Yeah, there's He an said ins- that. I can't exactly. fail. Oh, I said, right. you can fail at life. There, you need to learn right. English. There's an, yeah, exactly. You well, they don't bastard. care about that. They only care about the, Gosh. they only care about the, you know, am I going to get in trouble for not getting an A? Yeah. That, you know, that's, that's, and if you remove that, that threat, then what incentive do they have to try? Just because they really want to learn the subject. Yeah. That's not going to work on a teenager. And this is like, oh my gosh, we could talk about this all day. You got to show this thing because I'm just like. Okay. Yeah. So just talking about, you know, the schools and how things are are changing and how this stuff's working its way in. Here's a picture again from Libs of TikTok. You got to follow them on Twitter. And I, the reason I pulled this is because this is from Minnesota. Okay, yeah. it's a classroom in Osseo, Minnesota. So this looks like an ad for homeschooling. Now, describe what you see on the walls of this classroom. Well, there's a big giant Black Lives Matter flag, and then a whole bunch of Black Power artwork. Black Power. I see art. Uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg quote. Yep. Yep. She, oh, there's yeah, a right pride, there, yep. like some kind of tranny trans thing. flag. Yep. There's yeah, all kinds of stuff. And then there's this nice little sticker next to the next to the wall clock, where you have to look to figure out when the hell you can get out of that room. <laughs> and it says, "White privilege doesn't mean your life hasn't been hard. It means that your skin color isn't one of the things making it harder." My God, you guys in the, like. So you're sending your kid to this freaking classroom in in like in what world? Ridiculous! What is happening now in 2023 that suddenly like? I guess, I guess I grew up like I'm not going to be so bold as to say like I didn't notice if somebody was black. Like obviously that's somebody that you know that's no, something that you notice. You treat them based on their character. But I didn't give a shit. Exactly. I never cared. You, like yeah, I never I, was like was like you can't sit with me. No, I like the Martin Luther King, you know, uh, philosophy of you, you judge them by the content of their character, not the color of their skin. Yeah, judge people by, by their actions. Yeah, that that's it. That's all that needs to be said. And anytime you're separating people out, um, you know, along these lines, it's just a bad idea, and it creates more division. I, I'm all I'm fine with noticing them, and if people are like, yeah, I love my afro, and I love to wear my African. You know, dresses and cool. eat, eat all the food from Africa, whatever. I want my to stepdad, taste them. My stepdad eats lefsa and lutefisk and has a Norwegian flag. I don't want to taste that. Yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> what, I have no problem with people cel- celebrating their heritage and, and highlighting differences culturally, whatever. Great. Um, but you shouldn't judge people, you know, based on their quality, their quality of a person based on that. Well, in, and we shouldn't give a person what this is doing is you're giving a person a handicap. Right Right away. And so it's doing literally the opposite of what you want it to do, because now you're you're telling people you can't achieve because of this. It means that your skin color isn't one of the things making it harder. So you're telling like black or brown or Asian or whatever, anybody but a white person. Yeah. Any other color. Oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry. I missed Indians. So I miss red skin. 
Like what, how dare I? Yep. Right. <laughs> but like, you're telling every person of color now that they're a victim that they can't achieve. Yeah. You're saying, you're saying you're not going to be able to achieve. they have an excuse if they don't. Right. And that's the part, that, that's the thing that I was getting at before where I'm saying like people love being a victim yeah. because some people do, they want, they want to hold that excuse just in case, just in case they decide that they don't want to work hard enough to do the actual thing. Then they can say, oh, well, it's because I'm. And I think it's evil, you know, whatever it's evil to say to kids because you're telling them you're, you're not going to be able to accomplish this. Yeah. And that is incredibly damaging and sad. And they call it the bigotry of low expectations. Yeah. Like, if, and this is what liberals are famous for. They're like, oh, you know, those people can't do that. So we'll just pat them on the head and give them free handouts. Yeah. To well, me, that's way more racist and insulting. Like how we had to like lower all of the math stuff right. because, because a, like it was racist. Yeah. How about keep the standards high and, and and if it's it's literally a hundred percent Asians that get into Harvard, okay, whatever. I guess that's they just were smart. how. Right? They whatever they're. Then you should go. What in, are the Asians doing? You should interview their families and go. What the hell are you guys doing? Exactly. Because we need to replicate some of that. Instead of just saying, "Oh my God, we can't have any more Asians here," yeah. people are going to think that we love Asians. Exactly. It's freaking ridiculous. Just crazy. All right. So you know, let's get into a couple more um, North Dakota versus Minnesota differences here. Now we're speaking about the drag stuff. Now here's another bill. Yeah. This is a bill to criminalize drag shows um, advances in North Dakota. Now, where did this end up? Dun, 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 dun. Um, you know, I'm not quite sure. I'll okay, have so, to check. So basically, uh, this is from January 28th, so a couple of weeks back. It says the North Dakota House on Thursday overwhelmingly approved a bill that would make it a crime to perform drag shows and cabaret performances in the presence of children or public places. So it hasn't, we haven't switched session yet. Okay. So first, um, first, all the Senate bills are heard by like the Senate committees and they go to the Senate floor. All the House bills are heard in the House. They go to the House floor and then it switches. Okay. So we haven't switched yet. I love that. Yep. You know, but again, that'll be, and this is another place where I want to highlight the differences between North Dakota and Minnesota. Well, and look okay. how much it passed, 79 to 13 yeah. to advance the bill. Because, well, yeah, when you're confronted with this, who can defend having this activity in front of kids? Who yeah. can defend that? Um, well, I guess 13 can, but, uh, you know, it's very, very tough to defend. I love um, this. We cannot let right and wrong be based on the subjective thoughts of our culture, which can apparently no longer differentiate what is moral behavior. Mm, very good. Are we ready to next allow pedophilia in North Dakota so our newly sexualized driven children can act out on what they're learning from perverts who are demanding them from us? <laughs> Thank nice. you, Lori Van Winkle. See, now that person would not exist in Minnesota. No, I in, love her. In any elected office. In fact, I'm going to call her tomorrow. <laughs> Seriously. That's great. That is amazing. That's great. Um, <clears throat> you know, and I don't like the fact that this had, this had to come down to a, a law. Yeah. And I prefer that, you know, people would just decide that this is not okay and, and not participate it, you know, and the, uh, that there would be zero people at these events. Yeah. And they'd go, well, that was a, that was That's a, a bust. Total bust. We better not do that again. Yeah. Um, Me too. I mean, I'm, I'm like a lot of these bills that are going through, I'm actually like, gosh, this is sick. Like yeah. this is so sickening that we have to just we have to put more laws in place. Because yeah, I'd to, rather just leave it like you know even Boshi, who is I think it says Josh, uh, yeah Josh Boshi, Democrat mm -hmm. from Fargo, is openly gay. Says the bill marginalizes certain people who live in North Dakota. How does it marginalize? He says anyone, I hope we, we can leave, I hope we can leave this up to the parents. See, I agree with that. Yeah. Because the thing is, okay, and I had this argument with my wife um, when we saw this news story about 
the bill being introduced. I said, do you think that super pro LGBTQ people are not going to just fill their kids' heads full of this crap no matter what? Yeah. Right? I mean, they're watching RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm -hmm. They're attending any pride parades and all this stuff. Yeah. They're still... Gonna, they're still going to do They're it. still going to fill their, their kids full of this stuff. They're, they're, yep. So, you know, they, we're, we're not stopping it. But hopefully they want to move. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. I'm serious. That's a, oh, that's a good point. Yeah, like, if yeah. we can make it illegal, hopefully they want to get the hell out of here. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully they go. Like, they're like, this damn state hates us. And then we're like, yeah, <laughs> then get going. Like, remember a few episodes Kick back rocks. when the trans people were, like, going to move out of the country? Yeah. We're like, okay. I'll help you pack. <laughs> exactly. Um, so anyways, so that's, we'll see where that ends up. We'll cover that in a future episode. But again, I wanted to highlight the differences between North Dakota and Minnesota. Now, have you been following the Minnesota legislature I'm since- scared for you guys. They lost, since, you know, we basically, conservatives lost all representation. Now yeah. there's a go, uh, liberal governor, liberal, you know, everything all the way down the line. Yeah. Conservatives have no power in Minnesota. So they just- passed a abortion like a, it's called the pro bill protect reproductive whatever um, it's basically a double layered reaff reaffirmation of how much they love abortion yeah. now even though there was it was already legal yeah they just did it purely for virtue, virtue signal yeah just to just to, just to go no guys in yep. case you didn't know we really we love to we kill babies. love abortion in minnesota just yep. so you know we really love it yeah so they did that and now they just, just a couple of days ago, they passed another bill to make all energy used in Minnesota must not be produced from, must be carbon free by 2040, right? So that's like in what, 17 years, oh uh, you know, so can you imagine the, you know, how much energy prices are going to skyrocket when they realize that uh, the solar panels all get covered with snow and the wind turbines don't produce what they thought they were going to, and you can't produce it on demand because it's not a thing well, where you like, can just dump more coal into the plant. Are all these legislators, do they all live in Minneapolis? Like they cause, do. Cause what pretty much, cause like how in the world can it is just mind boggling yeah. to think that they would, that they would be like, Oh yeah, this, this is decent. This is normal. Like they're, it's California light. What's I mean, the next one that you have, is it the, is it oh, the one okay. where they want to be a well, sanctuary state? No, I, I didn't. Ooh. I didn't get into that yet. But um, you know, just the energy stuff—they're basically mimicking California. Yeah, uh, that's not going to work in the Upper Midwest. No, you know, I like. I'm all for electric cars. If uh, you know, people I know, guys that love their Teslas, fine, great. Let the free market sort it out. Yeah, and if ma people make electric car that people want without subsidies, <laughs> by the way, which they're fully <laughs> highly subsidized right now, oh. if if they make one that people want and and goes the distance they want it to go With, great people without needing a gas powered generator in <laughs> right. your trunk well, right. for when your battery dies but in the middle of I'm nowhere all for, i'm all for having like i can see a scenario where a lot of people have like a you know an suv and then like a little electric drive around town car okay that you drive that to work every day fine. and you'd run it around fine you know but because don't, don't make it so that that's what you have don't make to it do. mandatory yeah let the free market sort this crap out mm -hmm. that's what's so frustrating now we're going to end on a, a story here that'll again highlight the differences between north dakota and minnesota so my daughter 10 years old right um in fourth grade in minnesota um they just at school had the talk the other day, right? Yeah. Now it's kind of interesting how they handle this. They, you know, give you lots of uh, for forewarning that's going to happen. So I guess you can opt out if yeah. you want. You know, if you're. Or ready. I wonder if they would let you sit <clears throat> in. 
I doubt that. That would have been that would you have can, been really. You could probably pull your kid, or you let your kid attend, and that's I think your choices. I don't. They probably wouldn't let you sit. in I don't there. see how they can keep you out of a public school. I don't know, but um, I'd never you know considered that option. Yeah. Um, but so, anyways, my last year, I don't know if you remember the story, but last year my daughter had a trans kid in third grade okay in her in her class like in with you know in her group of 24 um it's a boy a guy born a dude uh presenting as a girl for the last two years at school well they when they do this talk the puberty talk at school they separate by gender now remember they're 10 right they're 10 they're 10 they years separate old. by gender. And so ask, they're about to go through some changes in their bodies, right? right. Which is what the talk's about. So go I asked ahead, my daughter. Sorry. No, that's right. Oh. So I asked my daughter, I said, was this child in with the boys or the girls? Yeah. And she said, with the girls. So explain that. There's a dude because who has a penis. Because feelings more. Feelings matter more than truth. Right. He has a penis and testicles. He's yep. 10. Yeah, and they're in there talking about menstruation. They gave him a little goodie bag with like a pad in it and all this stuff, and they separate by gender, right? So what the hell are you doing, school? If you're having this dude who presents as a girl, fine. I don't want to be mean to the kid, but he's not learning about the parts he has. No, he's learning about the other genders' parts, which he will never possess. Well, and here's the other thing. I'm going to blame fully 1000% the parent Mm -hmm. in this situation, because as a parent now, if you're, if your main thing is like, you don't want to, um, you don't want to embarrass your kid because your kid thinks that, that he is a she, so you don't want to embarrass him. Right. But when you take him to the doctor, are they going to examine his testicles exactly. and check for cancer so and stuff? Or are they going to pretend they don't exist? Not making him sit with the boys. Okay. Right. Okay. But opt he, out, opt out because he's not learning anything about his own body. And it's not fair to the other girls in the room. To have to sit in there with a boy. Now here, and that, that brings me to my larger point here. Okay, it's one thing to, to, you know, it's just awkward to be sitting in there with a person you know as a dude. Yeah. That's awkward. Yeah. But here's where it gets bad, okay? Now, you know, we're, we're talking about all this stuff, you know, being in California and other places um, more, more liberal. Well, you know, in Minnesota, there's a law you know, this is from 2020. Court of Appeals rules that Minnesota schools must allow students to use locker rooms that align with their gender identity. Yeah. <clears throat> so when my wife called the school, because, you know, last year we had this dude who was presenting as a girl in class. Yeah. My wife called and said, what bathroom does this child use? And the principal just had to defer to this state law. Yeah. Because that's the state law. And they're... No matter how conservative the principal is, this is the case. Yeah. This is the law that they have to follow. They issued a landmark decision the Minnesota schools must allow students to use locker rooms aligned with their gender identity under the state's civil rights law. So if you're in Minnesota, this is the law of the land for the since 2020. You're if there's a dude that identifies as a girl, they're gonna be in the girls' locker room, they're gonna be in the girls' bathrooms. You know, I had swim. I had swim class when in, in high school. Yeah, in in Moorhead here. Uh huh. Um, guess what we had to do every morning? 
you know, it was like first class of the day. Yep. You go in there, you put your freaking swimsuit on. Yeah. And do take a shower, you take your swimsuit off, you're showering, getting ready for class. Yeah. You're fully naked. Yeah. Right. And showering. So there's going to be, if it's a dude presenting as a girl, they're going to be in the girl's locker room. Yeah. A naked boy in the same room as your daughter. Yeah. In starting in whatever grade they start using locker rooms, you yep. know, maybe. Well, that's why. Fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth grade, not something that's like that. why, but like. What the, the hell? Okay, here's something to think about. Just here locally, there was a locker room shut down. We talked about yeah, it. Yeah, in Moorhead. In Moorhead. Because, but that was because of violence. It was because of violence. <laughs> violence. Okay. Theft. Josh, so they can't. So <laughs> Lots of other horrible that's reasons. That's exactly what I'm getting that's, at. Yeah, right. They can't. They can't police the locker rooms. No, you can't because you can't have cameras in there. They can't have cameras in there. But I mean, like, they don't even have enough staff to, like, have somebody in the locker room to make sure that everything is, like, on the up and up here normally when it's all boys, Right. right, or all girls, and now we're just mixing it up. Yeah, it's just, but to me, that's going to be, there's going to be a lot of trauma Yes. Coming down the road here because there's going to be a lot of dudes in a lot of girls' locker rooms and it's not going to go well. Well, and girls, oh man. And I feel bad for these girls because. Yes. And, you know, this is why we're pulling our kids. You know, one one of our kids is out this year and we're pulling the other two at the end of this year because we're not going to participate in this system. No. You know, I'm not going to um, allow them to be part of this. And if other parents are willing to, and maybe I guess liberal parents don't even see this as traumatic. I think that a lot of parents, but how are, can you justify that? I think that a lot of parents <laughs> think that this is so in the background. Okay. Or like, they think it's California, Portland, yes, whatever. And, and I really think that, that like, this is good that we're talking about it, raising awareness that this shit is literally happening, happening locally. I just got, we, we talked about it a little bit yesterday. I just got word from a local mom that this is happening in North high right that we have we have a student in north high who is a a girl so it's opposite opposite she's a girl but she wants to be a boy so she's using the boys restroom right and you know this the one that's in my daughter's class so they're 10 so that means in the next for the next eight years they're going to be going into locker rooms as a Dude, as the other, yep, going into the girls' locker room. So those kids that are in that class that are ten years old right now, when they're fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen in high school in the locker rooms, they're going to be in there with him. Yeah. So that's this is happening right now. So if you got a ten year old, you know, in more ed schools, and how are in sports? Here's something that you need to if you're along the same lines as us, right? Like here's something that you need to keep in mind. Also, is like your kid is going to have questions or other kids are going to have questions. People are talking about this during the school day. What are they telling your kid? What are they, right. what, are, what, what are the, because obviously it's okay. Right. Mm-hmm. So how these people it's, that are it's codified by law. Yes. But not only just that it's codified by law. If you go into the high schools now, I mean, we, you've shown there's freaking pride flags everywhere. Yeah. There's stuff everywhere. So these it's not only tolerated, teachers, it's celebrated. It's celebrated. There are teachers here locally, here in our, you know, we think that we're immune to this stuff or that it's happening in like only big areas. That's not the case. Not the case. Because we and so these these teachers, they're not only and I'm gonna go so far as to say this, they're not only affirming kids that are having these ideas, right? Mm. They're also teaching other students to be affirming 
And how are they going if about that? If you're not, that? that's bigoted, and bigoted, racist, and all the other isms. Yes. If you're not celebrating it. So if, you're, if your kid is having questions like throughout the school day, or again, like I said, if they're friend group or whatever, whatever, if this becomes any kind of a discussion, which it will, right? they get the floor, not yep. you, because oh, you're no. at home. No. You're at work. You're trying to make a living and, and you I, get them for 20 minutes at night. They're not talking about this shit. No. And I, I just feel bad for the girls that are in there that will not be able to speak up because they're going to be shouted down yes. and said, you're a bigot. You know, they can't you're intolerant. Say, I don't feel comfortable. Yeah. There's a naked dude say, over there I don't with, get a, undressed. with a big old penis in the locker room with us. Let me tell you. Showering with us. And you, I mean, I'm sure it's the same for boys and girls. Like nobody feels comfortable in the locker room. No. So like, especially like, man, like you're whatever, like, you know, your body's changing. You're changing in the locker room. You don't feel comfortable even around kids, your own gender. You especially don't want to get undressed. And to liberals, I would say, why, why is there a boys locker room and a girls locker room yeah does it if it matter either it matters or it doesn't yeah and if it does matter which which obviously you know public schools have been separated boys and girls locker rooms forever yeah if it does matter then how can you justify having a dude in the girls locker room if he's if physically it, a dude and if it doesn't matter then why can't he just use the locker room that or just just have a locker or just have a locker room yeah but oh, the scary thing is, I bet half they'd half be of like, liberals go would ahead, be like, "Tear down the wall." Pretty much, they'd probably. I mean, the the way the permissive line is moving, uh, we're not that far from that. So, my advice to any parents is, you know, if you're in the public school system, this is not going to get it's not going to get rectified. No, even no matter how hard you fight, it's not going to get rectified. But while your kids are still in school. Um, this is going to take many elections, and mm -hmm. and the way things are moving, they're going the opposite direction. Yeah. And Even he, in North Dakota and Minnesota. I mean, both places, but North Dakota is just, they're just gunning it. Yeah. Right, right down the hill. Well, they're he, going full blast jet power down the hill. And here's the thing, you guys, you, <laughs> the kids are the highest priority. Figure it out. Do what you have to do to make it work for your family to get them the hell out of here. Because you gotta, you I, get out of a, there. a homeschooling mom told me this um, a couple of years ago and it's never left my head. I think it's the best analogy to use in this situation. She said, pretend the building's on fire. Are you gonna, and your kid is in there. The building's yeah. on fire, your kid is in there. Are you gonna run and get the hose? Right. Or are you gonna pull the kid out and then get the hose? Right. Exactly. You're going to pull your kids and then you get the, then you fight the fire. And when you see the results of the most recent elections, you realize we're not turning this around no. legislatively No. and through the, you know, the this top is a down. hard issue. This, I mean, you have to get out. You have to just go. It's lost. Yeah. You know, there, there's no turning this around in the time that my kids are in school. So I'm going to protect them. Ultimately, mm -hmm. I'm pulling them out and we're going to going to a place that has the same values that that we do. Yeah. And I feel sorry for all the rest of the kids that are in public school. If yep. they don't have the means or the desire to pull their kids out. Um, or the knowledge of what's happening or right. the, you know, most people I think are just most so. Most people aren't as tuned in as nope, us to this crap. They're just so like half asleep to it. Like the, and I think that it becomes, it's such a big issue that it gets so overwhelming that you almost don't want to know. 
Right. You know, well, because then you you have to confront it at that yeah. point. Then you're, you're, it's once it's undeniable to you, then right. you're, then you're, you know, if you don't take action, then you're basically, you know, internally well, you, you feel like you're a piece the of rug crap. Yeah. and you know that it's right. a nasty mess under there. You got to mop it up. You exactly. can't just put the rug back. Yeah. But I think like, wor- working there has only highlighted it for me. Oh yeah. It's kind of interesting, you know, working in the, at the district and seeing all this stuff, you know, it's definitely made me way more aware yeah. um, of what's going on and which, you know, sadly is making me pull my kids. So I don't know what that tells you. If somebody who works at the district is pulling their kids out of school. I, th- well, I think that it was a, it was a whole Series of events that got you <laughs> yeah. your job. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I All love right, it. Well, we're going to wrap it up there. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, which, by the way, I'm suspended on because I said, <laughs> said a mean I knew you were going to get us kicked off there. <laughs> I, I said a mean thing. That I get suspended for six days. Even, oh, even under the Elon Musk Twitter, that's how bad oh, it was. That's, how, that's my, how great my offense was. <laughs> but anyways, when you can follow us on let, at LetParentsND. Follow on Instagram at guard underscore don't underscore groom. Send emails to letparentsdecidethat at gmail.com. Watch on Rumble only. Banned off YouTube also. We're just banned everywhere. But they can't, they can't shut us up. <laughs> Please listen anywhere audio podcasts are found. Subscribe, rate, review, and share. It helps get the message out. Support the show at letparents.com or LetTheParentsDecideThat.org. Stay strong. Keep fighting. Do, Do not, not comply. comply. We'll see you next time.